Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. We are Larcher and Lawrenton, and we are coming at you from Chicago, Illinois, in the United States of America. It is 6.30 p.m. That's when we do this show weekly here on the Central Time. You can always find us on Twitch, on YouTube. You can watch us there. You can watch us on Facebook Live and on Twitter. You can listen to us live on Blog Talk Radio. Join in the conversation at 760-454-8834 there on the Joseph Meats Hotline which is where today we will have a guest, Dustin, out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, to discuss a discrepancy with Yahoo Fantasy Football. I feel like I'm a little bit uh, distorted today. Yeah. Well, you're coming out of the COVID, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really coming out of the COVID. Uh, listen later on uh, over on Spotify and anywhere you get your podcasts. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to Larcher Than Life on Twitter. The one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the Third. Trace Amigo, welcome to the program. My name is Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the Third. He, of course, is Clark Lawrence. And it's another exciting edition live from the Sports Attic as we discuss many things. You know, uh, there's a planned protest right now in Jacksonville. I don't know if you've heard about this, Uh-oh. where uh, everyone's going to go to the game dressed as clowns to support their local uh, football team. I think we should probably do something here in Chicago. I was offered tickets to go to the, the Giants game Sunday. I immediately turned it down. No, I didn't sir. even think about it. I posted a cold face emoji, and I said, it's too damn cold. I'm not going to the Bears game. I have no interest in going to the Bears game. I have no interest in leaving the house. I wish I had the COVID again, Clark. I would hope that whoever offered you the tickets was not offended by that at all. You come back with an emoji, and sometimes that might be looked at as maybe uh, – Maybe some would think that it's uh, disingenuous, but for me, it was cold as hell on Sunday. There was no reason to leave the house. Hell, I couldn't leave the house. Clark, there's, uh, Sunday, there's supposed to be like a high of zero this week. Zero! Jesus. I don't think I can leave the house this Sunday either. So, there you no. go. No. This is ridiculous. You know, we, we, we go from COVID to deep freeze. It's not fair, man. No. You know, Chicago, no. what a lovely place to live. Yeah, it's it's uh it is what it is I, there was no reason to go watch that game uh there was really i had it on the tv here al but i didn't catch much of it i don't know if you were if you were awake at the, at the time of the game but we didn't really miss all that much even though it was a pretty lopsided victory for the chicago bears over the mike glennon led mike glennon new york giants what did Remember you think commercial clark by menon well, yeah. like a hundred years ago, uh, I was playing Madden football with my buddy, and he drafted Mike Lennon. And uh, anytime we played, I just kept going Mike Lennon, yep. and then that forever stuck. And then, of course, you know, he came to the Bears. And every time I hear his name, I hear you do that, and that's from back in our day uh, by Menon, which was like a, a deodorant yeah. commercial. It was, uh, yeah, it was like uh, men's products, I think. You know. Yep. They had se- the women had secrets, strong enough for a man, but pH balance for women. Well, we had uh, uh, by men in. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, buddy. Um, yeah, so uh, you, you, had, you had a round with COVID a couple weeks back. I just had my round of COVID here. Tried to keep it 
down in the basement from Thursday through yesterday morning. But yesterday morning, after a couple negative tests, my wife tested positive. Now we're pretty sure that the girls have it. Uh, so uh, now we can roam through the whole place. So I got the vacation. My wife really is getting the short end of the stick, brother. Lauren's getting the short end here where she, she had to stick down to the basement. Uh, she didn't get a chance to stick down in the basement like I did. So, um, I get, she took, well, now everybody's got the COVID, so now everyone's allowed anywhere in the house? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where we're going with it. Uh, the, the isolation station has been, uh, has been shut down. So we'll see. Um, I uh, A positive rapid this morning on my day five. Um, and we'll see. Yesterday I had taken a negative rapid, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Why, why were you going to places to get tested? Why weren't you just using the home things? Because those are like gold sometimes to find. Um, we, do have, we, do, we do have a few here now. Up until about a week ago, they were at Walgreens. Oh, you can get them anywhere. There's a Walgreens on every corner in Chicago. There's a corner on every corner in Chicago. So, I mean, like, they were everywhere. Like, I had had a ton of them. I had stocks of them. I had more more COVID testing than uh, pizzas, frozen pizzas. Right, right. Now they're gone. Now Now it's over. And you got to be careful where you're going for these tests because these mom and pop shops, I call them, you know, they're just a storefront where anybody can – can buy these. You got to make a ton of money out. You want to rack it. I think right now it's yeah. in testing. And now that you just had it and I just had it, maybe in a week, that's what we should do. Cause you know, we got the, we got the extra, Ooh. we got the power up, right? I'm, I'm a two time COVID survivor. You could put Ooh. my picture on the wall, like the hungry hound and uh, you know, I'll sign it two time survivor and you can come in. I'm Dr. Larcher. My, my dad was a chiropractor, so I think maybe he might have some uh, some cards. Dino's got a bunch in his basement. He's ready to give us for ninety nine ninety nine over there on Twitch. Thank you, well, Dino. That That's be very the kind. Price, you know, nine 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 ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine. I'll give you. Help. I'll, I'll I'll go with. I'll give you two for seventy nine ninety nine. How about that? There you go. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, you buy one get one free. Uh huh. Yep. You know, at, at seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. Oh boy, I don't know. We'll see. The, the PCR testing is supposed to. The results are supposed to be back in weeks. The rapid testings are better for uh, if you have symptoms, it'll show up. I don't know. And it's it's all a crapshoot now. Anyway, we'll just well, try to I stick around the, the house. I took the instant test. I shoved a couple swabs up my nose. Came back positive. I went. I went to the doctor and I got the longer term test. So, you know that came back positive too. I don't know why I needed both, but you know I was being thorough. Yeah, I Unlike the Chicago Bears. Absolutely. What'd you see in that game? What 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 do we get out of that game? Anything? What are we gonna get out of uh, Sunday for the Bears game? Oh, they're still playing that game? I would can't. I would just I would take my shirt off and just you know, just be like, We're we're out of here. It sounded likely that um that Justin Fields is gonna start the last game. That's something else. Matt Nagy definitely wanted to go out a winner. Padding his stats a little bit, playing playing uh playing guys that he just thinks will win, not guys that have a shot at the future. You know, like we want to get a good look at Tevin Jenkins. Ah, let's put in Peters where Peters should already like let him go home, pay him his money, let him go fishing. There's got to be it's got to be fishing season in the South somewhere right now. Let him go. Like I, I appreciate him coming in and trying to get the job done, but I think it's it's time to roll on for him. Dude, sticking those swabs up your nose is about as comfortable as the Bears running the Wildcat formation. I mean, it's just gross. 
I, I, I think I'd rather shove him up another part of my body. Did, did you see the second to last play of the entire game? Was a uh, was a pass from uh, out of the out of the Wildcat finally Montgomery threw an interception. No, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't watch any football. My sleep has been so screwed up coming out of COVID that I finished my fantasy football work and I went to bed. And next thing you know, it was time for Dungeons and Dragons. So you know, it's just one of those days. And uh, you know, then I went back and then I had to find out about the Antonio Brown stuff. I had to find out about uh, all the craziness that was happening during the week, and it was fun. I mean, I'm not going to be salty about it, but Antonio Brown cost me a championship. <coughs> So did me uh, playing Williams instead of uh, uh, A.J. Dillon, you know? I, I go Mark, with in my championship game, my one championship game, I had Jamar Chase sitting on the sideline. Oh, son of a bitch. Absolutely and cost me. I lost by like 30 points. He would have given me 50. My tournament stack 20. that I was planning to play, and I forgot to pull the trigger. Because, you know, I have all this extra time in the basement. You'd think I'd use it researching Fantasy football, DraftKings, going with what you tell me, Al, in DraftKings, you know. You, if you're playing in the tournament, you've got to uh, – if you're playing in the tournament, then you've got to uh, watch out for ownership. Don't play the guys who are high under owned. Under 13.5%. If you're, if you're playing teams in mass tournaments over 13.5% average player ownership, you're wasting money. Every winner this year has been under 13.5% ownership, which – Makes all the difference in the world. So that's well, the easiest edge there is in the game. Well, I'm telling you, I didn't pay a damn bit of attention to it. Uh, well, no, I did to that, but I didn't have much to, to ownership this time. I think you might be happy with the teams that I played. We'll get to that later. But what I'm saying is I ended up not spending all that much time, and I forgot to stack my Burroughs. I was going to do a Burroughs and uh, Chase stack this week yeah. with a run back of Kelsey, which the Kelsey thing didn't prove to be the hottest thing. But I ended up fading off of the Kansas City game which was the highest uh, – they had the highest total score going into the week, right? I don't know why the hell I did it. Yeah, but, but, but you were – because you, the ownership, Clark, it was, it's a dangerous – the game actually you could get there, and I got there, and I, I had some decent teams this week. I took uh, 25th, I think, out of 100,000 people. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, it, it might have been 27,000 people. Anyways, it was a lot of people I took 25th out of. And uh, – I did it with a stack. You know what stack was really the, the key? You know what, what the key key stack was, Clark? If you tell me. It was me, a low-owned stack. The what? Seattle, Seattle Seahawks. Oh, yeah. Metcalf, huh? People were playing. Nobody was playing Russ Wilson. Russ Wilson had less than 1% ownership. So if he had half a percentage ownership. So if you played the Seattle stack, which – there was some reason to. There was some. There was some optimism going in. It's uh-huh. not. It wasn't a crazy stack. You were. You're not playing. See, some people think when you say contrarian, it means you play the New York Giants stack. No, you don't play things that don't make sense. But there was statistical data showing a ceiling towards the Seattle game, and sure enough, that stack ends up going off. And if you play it, because Russ Wilson only has a half a point of ownership. You're, you're, you have an advantage over 90, 99.5% of the field. You have a real chance at making money, which is why I jumped to 25th place. Right. So, you know, it, contrarian always pays. It doesn't always pay. As a matter of fact, statistically, it, it pays a lot less. But it's the only way you're going to hit big. It's the only way you're going to hit a home run. Otherwise, you're just playing, you know, <laughs> you play really high ownership in the million maker. And it's it's enough to get your money back. Like, it's going to put points up, 
you have a good chance of you may even have a better chance than I do of making money in a given week, but you have zero chance of winning a million dollars, which is why you're playing that high stakes tournament. Fair. Fair. Just something to think. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I do want to get more into that. One thing that I wanted to discuss though, as I mentioned earlier, Al, was uh, Yahoo fantasy football. Uh, A little bit of controversy this morning. You played a a year long fantasy football for a long time. You're commissioner of a league. You've been commissioner of multiple leagues before. And stat corrections do happen from time to time. Um, There was a play in the game where special teams got a safety against Buffalo. Got a safety. The other team got a safety, right? Mm -hmm. On special teams. Normally, safeties do not count count against, against the defense because it's the offense giving it up. So they don't count it. So they didn't count it. Last night on the tweet, they responded with, this doesn't count. This morning, they corrected that. Uh-oh. This morning, they said, since it was on special teams, and it's called Buffalo defense or special teams, we are going to fix this mistake. Meaning, Buffalo, uh, Buffalo gave up 29 points. Or, or whatever, however many points, they gave up two more points. It dropped the Buffalo defense total score. In the league that we're in, the foosball, Derek ended up winning the league because of this, once this correction occurred. And my thought is, okay, they got the stats right. So be it. But then you go and you take a look at, at some things, and it doesn't look quite as we once thought. Like, really? It looks as though they may have changed their rules. Uh-oh. Can't do that. Right? Like, you can't, you can't change the rules as you go to fit your narrative, right? You know, Judge Judy would say, you can't go to a restaurant, look at the menu, pick out a steak, order the steak, and then they bring you spaghetti. If you order the steak, you get the steak. You can't change things mid-course. Then the menu, the order's been placed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh-oh. 6.45, baby. It is 6.45. It must be. Hang on just a minute, Al. Let me, uh, let me see if I, if I got our guest coming. All right. Well, this is uh, – I, I don't know what the guest is going to offer, but this is going to be some uh, exciting podcasting because, you, you listen, the rules are the rules. If you have the rules and they're set, you don't change the rules. You can't change the rules. Right. If there is no rule, if there's an absent, and we, we have, there's a lawyer out there, right? If there's an absent of a rule, you can create a rule for the future, but ex post facto, you can't, you can't punish or change based on a rule that never existed. Right. Yes, Tom Arkish will be on shortly to explain. So uh, with that, my partner, Larcher, I want to go to the Joseph's Finest Meat hotlines at this moment. Okay. Joseph's Finest Meats down on Addison over there by Harlem. Check them out sometime if you get a chance. Uh, we're going to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where D- Dustin's kind enough to step out from, uh, from, his, uh, from his gig at, a, at an Irish bar as a kitchen manager. So we don't have too much time with Dustin. But, Dustin, I wanted to bring you on. Thank you for joining the show here. And uh, tell us yeah. how this went down for you or was it for your significant other? With this whole uh, it was, uh, nice, to, nice to be on the show today, guys. Nice to meet you. Uh, it was actually for my significant other. My wife is in a work league, and uh, they don't play for any money. They literally just play for bragging rights. And we've been to the Super Bowl three times, and 
never been able to win. But this year, Najee Harris was able to do it on that final rush, and Buffalo had already put up 21.8 points on Sunday. And sure enough, I go to bed with my wife on, you know, Monday night thinking we're champs. Wake up Monday morning, I've got three totally different – one said I had 114, one said I had 137, one said I had 142, one said I lost, one said I won, all on the app. Couldn't figure it out. Finally went to Reddit, kind of got some information from Yahoo, uh, fantasy customer care, and really they kind of just beat around the bush. And at 9.50, I got on there and I saw that their rules, the area that they directed us to was to show that it said specifically that safeties did not count towards defensive special teams for points against, and or, I'm sorry, points allowed. And then, sure enough, 10.30, I get back on there because they redirected me, reached out on the DM, and was like, we wanted to give you some clarification. And sure enough, the clarification, they totally changed the entire text. So now, right now, I'm showing them the, uh, the first screenshot that you had posted earlier with the uh, question mark and the exclamation point, where they had originally said that, uh, yeah, items that don't count toward points allowed are safeties. And in the meantime, yep. Yahoo went – and as you just said, changed it to this. And it looks like they're continuing to back this up without explaining how they can change the rules. Mid-week. They really are. And that, that's kind of the point that I get is like, I understand if a rule doesn't have enough clarification, you know, I work in the restaurant industry, so we're always changing and we have to adapt things, but making on the fly decisions in the middle of a work week or the middle of a fantasy championship, 17 weeks in just doesn't compute with, ethically or an integrity-based company. I mean, it's just sometimes where you just got to wait till next season. You know, I just don't, I don't understand how they're able to continually say, we didn't change the rules, we just gave further clarification. And they absolutely, during the game on Sunday, the Bills, they tweeted from Yahoo Fantasy Care, safeties don't count against points allowed. And so someone, wow. I mean, during the game, they were able to say that, and then they immediately go, say something else it's just frustrating it's frustrating because i know a lot of people gamble on there i know a lot of people have some money on the line and you know i didn't gamble on this one we just do it for fun but it it's more about principle for me well and dustin as i was telling al just a bit ago like stack corrections happen and they're a pain in the ass and especially when it happens correct championship games i mean it's a real kick in the balls but you got to go by what the stats say but as you and i as i had seen you discuss and many others precedent was set there precedent was set this game here yes, from sir. December 20th, I believe it was last year, New Orleans, it shows right there that the defense gave up 29, but they only counted 27 against it right there. Exactly, exactly. And it was almost the exact same as what happened as the punter got it and he ran back and they were trying to do a, a, a catch and run, but he fumbled it and went in the end zone. And then you have another instance on week two with Pittsburgh where it happened. And they tackled him in the end zone for a safety and it didn't get adjusted. I just, I, you know, that's just the frustrating part is that there was no rule change or any kind of change on their yahoosportshelp.com that said any type of change until two days after the game. I'm just not sure how that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I hope you move this forward. You take it to the Supreme Court of <laughs> fantasy football because, I mean, this is it's wrong, man. It is well, wrong. You are cheating. All of, I all feel my, for you. All of my wife. And if you win, I think you should be named the winner or you should name yourself the winner of your league, anybody who's in this situation, and there is no asterisk involved. You are straight up the yep, winner. Yep, yep. They did. They actually all met at lunch today at work, and they discussed the issue. And I took me and my daughter up there, and they all voted that she's the winner. So we're all good. And we're leaving uh, 
Yahoo Sports forever. Wow. Congratulations on the win. Justin, and thank you guys. Strong statement. Leave, I'm leaving Yahoo Sports too. Uh, any any league I'm in, I'm out. Absolutely. I'm in three leagues there at Commission too, and I'm in another one, and we're absolutely out. And I've seen multiple. I've had at least 30 people today on Twitter and on Reddit that have told me that they're taking multiple leagues and leaving. So, I mean, I think that it'll at least make a 7%, 8 maybe 9% drop in user rate. But, I mean, as long as it affects it somehow, they need to see what's happening. I mean, this is just you, yeah. you just can't do that. You just can't do that, guys. I really Justin, appreciate you we've taking we've the time held you up today, long, Yeah, we've held you up a long time here. Uh, I hope you're not having too busy of a night or just busy enough for yourself. What's your best dish at the Irish bar you're at? Oh, man, I'm running a uh, O'Malley's uh, Smithics Irish beef stroganoff right now. They just absolutely knock it out of the park. Oh, awesome. I'm in. Dustin, thanks so much for joining us. Have a good night, brother. Yeah, you guys have a great night. Send me a Congrats. link on uh, Twitter for the podcast so I can listen and tune in every week, guys. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thanks, Appreciate it. Take no care. problem. Have a great night. Yep. Hey, there we go. That was Dustin down in Tulsa. Well, we do have some clarification. Our lawyer, our legal expert, the show's Uh legal expert, uh, Dino Mount Green, as you would call him. uh, I prefer Dino. uh, Says, as the lawyer, you are making an ex post facto rule by making the decision in the first place. If this is a matter of first impression, meaning that there is no rule and you have to make a decision, then you are making the rule for the situation. Then, if you are following precedent, you try to treat it the same way. But if you have a rule posted and then changed, that's not cool. So, yeah, a little clarification there. But the bottom line is if, if what was existed was changed, I mean, that, that is a violation of trust. That is a misconduct. I think the league, uh, the NFL should get involved. I think, uh, I think what's his name, the, 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 the president guy? It used to be Tagliaboo back in the day. What, what's the guy's – what's the Tagliaboo's name now? Goodall. Goodell. Goodell, that's right. Goodell. <laughs> you know, if Goodell should get involved. I mean, I think the United States Congress should get involved. I mean, this is this is corruption. It's mm-hmm. corruption. This is this is Chicago in a nutshell right here. Yeah, it sure is. Hey, let's not stay off the line here. We're going to hear from a guy we haven't heard in a few weeks right now. Uh, we're heading out. We're heading out east. We're going to go out to New Jersey here. And uh, give me just a moment. I got to find the button. I've got to hit it. I'm pretty sure it's Jersey Lou. Jersey Lou. Get it. Into what Hub said about Aaron Rodgers. I missed it. So you fill me in, and uh, I'll let you know. We'll we'll get to that. Wrong a lot, by the way. We'll get to that in a moment. But right now, we got Lou on the phone. Lou, how you doing? All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Welcome back, Lou. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you, thank you. And our show is back in session this week. So if you get a chance, call in. Well, welcome back. Anyway. You had a couple holiday weekends for your Saturday at, is it 4 p.m. Yes. our time? 4 p.m. Central time, 5 p.m. my time. That's awesome. That's great. No one got the COVID out there, Lou? Everyone, Everyone's healthy? Uh, our actually, the uh, positive rate is like uh, 24%, but uh, very nice. few deaths, but a lot more people are coming down with it. Seems like it seems like the deaths deaths are staying down, which is good. Al and I have both spent a couple of weeks on the shelf here with it, so uh, I we're, heard. We're, we're doing okay. We're back. Yeah. What, what do you got there? Better you, than the Al, you, better than the blackberries to help well, prevent the COVID. Is that what yeah, you're no, no, this way. Better than the Jets and Giants, Blackberry. that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, you got to see that football game, huh? Did you watch that Giants Bears game? Um. 
Well, the Jets are at the same time, so I was watching that. But uh, that was Good. no contest with the Giants and the Bears. You know, I think we pretty knew that was going to happen that way. So I wasn't surprised. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, and then, yeah, it was a game. It was Mike Glennon uh, really helping the Bears, really earning the eighteen million the Bears gave him. So exactly. Yeah, it was by Glennon. You see, now you got me doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Don't think I don't, don't think I don't listen to what goes on before I come on because I do listen to I do listen to it before I get on you. Yeah. yeah, he does, Clark. Hey, 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 yeah. hey. Well, thank thank you thank you for joining us. Thank you for being back. My my apologies yeah. for that night. We uh, I was having a rough go, and I and I apologize, Lou. I noticed. I know. Which I know you were there. That night, and then you headed out. I appreciate. I appreciate that you joined us again. Yeah, I mean, Welcome thankfully back. it's the last. It's the last game of the season with, with the Giants and Jets because you know we really thought maybe uh, Zachy Boy was going to help the Jets, but he hasn't done much. I mean, he's almost bad as his predecessor, which hasn't done anything for, for the uh, Panthers either. Ugh. No, no, no. One bad, one bad uh, quarterback after another. Just unbearable. Hey, Lou, how's the chicken situation? I went grocery shopping yesterday, and I noticed <laughs> yes. every week I go grocery shopping, I have, there's less and less chicken. Have you noticed this? You noticed that, too. I'm not surprised. Yeah. No, we've been having – yeah, they they really fooled the coop on this one. Oh, oh, oh man. Ooh. That was – Sorry. Where, where's your, where's the, the drum on that one, Al, the drum kit for that? There we go. Yeah, that, okay, I I know. that really laid a bad, that really a bad egg, didn't it? Oh, oh. I don't, uh, I, I, so I went grocery shopping yesterday, and there's never in my life have I gone into a grocery store and there's stuff missing. Now, it's not, like, bad. It's not, like, scary, like there's nothing on the shelf. Not like Mark. Get whatever right. you want. Not like but March a lot of, like, years. certain brands are missing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. Well, Jersey, you know, was affected pretty hard. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Um, well, the way I look at it is you have one more week of uh, New York professional football. Right. We've got one more week of Chicago professional football. Yes. Uh, Coach? Coach already has a no. Co- uh, coach for the Giants is sticking around. They said. I don't know why they would. I don't know why they're going to keep him. I just don't get it. Well, I'm glad they said that. I'm. I am slightly scared that the powers that be of the Chicago Bears are going to watch these last three games and somehow decide to keep him. I know. It, I think it's. I think it's an irrational fear. Al, I don't know if you're with me at all on that. Yeah. But man, I think they fight. I mean, I think. I think for sure the coach is fired. And then I think Pace sticks around. As I said weeks ago, my inside source at Hallis Hall, you know, predicted this weeks ago. He told me straight up, look, they're going to fire Nagy. They were planning on doing it after the Packers game, but they found out the guy uh, said something, and then they, they changed it. But my guy, my source inside of Hallis Hall says for sure Nagy is being fired and uh, Pace is sticking yeah. around. Well, just remember, Black Hall is only six days away. There you go. Lou, thanks for Guys, listen to Lou's show on Blog Talk Radio. 
every Saturday. We're not. No, no, hold it, hold it, hold it. But it's not blog talk. It's not blog talk. What's that? It's not blog talk. That's why some people probably don't get through. Oh, you left we're blog talk. Where, where are we at? We're at Uber now. But the number Uber. is 512. Uber. Uber, yes. No, it's not related. It's not related to that Uber. Not related. Oh, the other Uber. Okay. I want to make that, I want to make that perfectly clear. Okay, we're not ordering food here. So anyway, um, the so number what is 512. So what are you selling now, Lou? What do you got, like chickens or? No, we don't, we don't do that. You know, Uber has a, has a different service that's not related to the Uber you're thinking of. Oh, um, oh but, you picked uh, this up with your car. What kind of car do you got? No. No, it's not the car service either. It's just another Internet provider, another Internet service. But um, actually, it's my third year with the, with the service here. My, my fifth year, we're starting our fifth year uh, this week, so it's a milestone. So the number to call is 512-543-4662. Uh, we'll discuss the uh, last week of the NFL season. I'll take uh, predictions on the uh, college football championship, which is Monday night. So uh, if, you, um, if you're going to call, hold up your predictions. Um, we'll discuss the Pro Bowl of who has the better selections. Do I think some may have gotten too many? Uh, yeah, I do, but I'll discuss that um, uh, later. Uh, we'll have some Olympic news. Not very not very uh, cheery, though. And if there's any more information on the MLB uh, lockout, uh, we'll bring that to you. Actually, I did find something on the lockout, but it's not good news. So, But I always need to be the very bad news, but as a reporter, I must. So, All right. Yeah. Well, brother. Is it, is right. it Looper, yes. like Lou, like L-O-O-P-E-R? Very funny. No, well, it's the same spelling, U-B-B, U-B-B-E-R, or whatever it is. But um, I'm trying know, to just find. call the number. I, I Just call the number I gave you, and I'll get you in. All right. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Four to six well, years your, your time, five to seven my, months. Uh, already plethora of Uber apps. And uh, I look, I look forward to popping on a little of the Lou show and uh, catching yeah. up on some Olympic news. I'm excited. All right, and Lou. A lot more. Four to six your time, five to seven mine. Yep, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, Lou. We'll see you soon. All right, thanks a lot, guys. PM local time. See you later, Lou. The Joseph Finest Meats Hotline. That is Lou. You can join us here on the show. Give us a call at seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. If, if you have a thought that's rational, give us a call. If you have a thought that's not rational, give us a call. If you don't have any thoughts, we'll take those calls as well. Al well, Larcher. If you, if you have no thoughts, then just drop an application because you, you could be one of the hosts. Now, I know Lou's still listening, of course. <laughs> so, But what I got to say is, why in the hell would you have the name Uber if you're a broadcaster right now? Wouldn't you change it? At this point, hey, why in the hell would you play in a fantasy football league for no money? Oh, I mean, Jesus. I'm perplexing all around the questions coming through the phone lines today. I didn't know. I didn't. I sounds like it's a pretty important work league for the misses, though. So, I, and yeah, I give I them mean, credit over there. Involved, I get it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sitting here. You know, our league gets a difference of 25 bucks. So nobody's really flipping out over it right now in that Ross League, right? In the foosball. Um, which you and I have chatted a lot in a long time. But in most leagues, like, it's a difference of 150 200 bucks here that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of a big deal. I just when – when I first saw it, I'm like, you know what? Stat corrections happen. That's how it goes. That's what's going to happen yeah. now. But, man. But when you change the rule, the whole thing. So what's this, what's this uh, hub, uh, hub 
arkish controversy. What, what, did, what did he open his mouth with this time? Who's he throwing a pencil at I, now? I, I, Hub's got an issue with Aaron Rodgers. Um, he thinks, you know, that stuff in the offseason was bad. Yeah, he, uh, what, so? and then And then he wasn't too happy with him for getting suspended for uh, – the things that he said and talked about, he's not a fan of that. He basically said that he has been the MVP on the field. However, when it came time to play against things to like to play against Kansas City, he was suspended. Wah! He got suspended. Wah! The guy single-handedly dominated. You know, him, him, Tom Brady, or uh, Jonathan Taylor. Those are my only three options at MVP. Hub currently has an MVP vote and he's going to be voting and on Bernstein and uh, Rahimi earlier, he first announced that that vote would not be going to Aaron Rodgers. And that's what, that's what the folks, the Twitchers here with us tonight, all of our Twitchers chatting over in the Twitch chat. If you're not on Twitch, if you're watching this on one of the many other apps, those of you on Facebook have been there a long time. We appreciate it. Of course, join in over there on Twitch and you can follow us. We, we, we need more followers. So, Create a thousand accounts. Talk to your friends. Talk to whatever. We're not. We're not shameful here. Maybe don't create a thousand. Accounts. Sign up your girlfriend, your mom. You know. Anyways, over there, that's where the guys have asked us. The, the guys and gals and all the folks over there have asked us. Hey, what's going on? So, what do you think of Hub for that, Al? That they they want your opinion on. Well, that. I mean, you can make an argument. Aaron Rodgers is not the MVP of the league. That's a fair. Uh, uh, argument to have you know jonathan taylor has single-handedly carried the indianapolis colts on his back he's the he's the last in the mohicans surviving each and every injury while all the other uh primary backs go out injured you hear that clark yeah you're the right is, the wamblins is coming again for <laughs> anyways uh I I enjoy Hub for sometimes for just the old school thoughts that are just a lot of them outdated at this point. But yeah, I in all honesty, I I think he's off base. Like you got to you got to judge the athletes for what they're doing on the field. If it comes down the to the part. question of his antics off the field, you, you know you're not giving him an MVP vote because of off the field stuff then, yeah, that is completely wrong, and he's completely out of line. And quite frankly, I think they should take the vote away from him. Well, if we're talking about precedent, maybe we should go back to when the Baltimore Ravens won the Super Bowl. And it was pretty obvious that Ray Lewis was the star of that game. Probably should have been, and not often does it happen, Richard Dent was the defensive player who won it. Uh, but not often does it happen that you're uh, – you know, the, the linebacker is going to be the MVP, but he, he probably should have, could have been that. But they went ahead and gave it to the quarterback, Dilfer, in that game so that he could say, I'm going to Disney World. In that case, the precedent was set that, hey, his off-field antics probably kept him from getting Super Bowl MVP. Am I wrong? Well, I'm, I'm pulling up right now my bets for uh, MVP. So I'll tell you who should be the MVP here. Open. Log oh, in. Why yeah, am I yeah, log yeah. out? Uh, I'll tell you about uh, – I made a couple of uh, irrational bets. I put uh, I put $3 on, on the combination of uh, Franz uh, Wagner from Orlando being Rookie of the Year, and I parlayed that with DeMar DeRozan being the MVP of the NBA, if you're talking bets. And I also made a $1 bet on Io Dunsumo winning Rookie of the Year and parlayed that. My $1 would turn into over 1000 bucks. Parlay Like, it's not going to happen, but – 
those are just my silly bets that I made this week. I parlayed it with DeMar Rose, DeRozan as well. Okay. Here, let's see how I'm doing so far, Clark. Coach of the year, $15, pays out $255, Ron Rivera. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That's not gonna nope. Oh, here's a brilliant bet. $10, pays out $260, coach of the year, mm-hmm. Vic Fangio. Oh, that's not going to pay out. No. Oh, here, here's a genius. This one, my God, this one should be in the Hall of Fame of bets. $20 pays out $1,222. MVP of the league. Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. What, what's Tua? He's the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins club. Right. That was wrong. And you had him for MVP. Whew. MVP of the league, $25, pays out $525, uh, Justin Herbert. And? No dice. No dice. All right, my final one. This is a big one. $25, $850 payout. This this is the one that's probably going to get me there. MVP of the league, Matt Ryan. Ooh. No. Herbert, yeah, all my seasons, all, I busted all along. I think your best one currently, my app showing me, is Herbert at 10,000 to 1. Yeah. Right now, Aaron Rodgers minus 400. This is on DraftKings. Tom Brady plus 500. Joe Burrow plus 1,000. <laughs> yeah, Burrow's making a case late because of, uh, he's winning a lot of fantasy football for people. Yeah, he is. So, um, Couldn't get it done for me in the championship. I ended up losing by two points. I was hoping for a stance. For a stat correction, but uh, didn't didn't get the old Buffalo stat correction there. Oh uh, boy! Uh, Demar Derozan, the first player ever to hit back-to-back game-winning three-pointers, back-to-back nights. The last player to do it on back-to-back games was Larry Bird. Demar Derozan has hit another level, and he he went the night he hit that second shot. So one of the members of the mob able was able to get on him for eighty five hundred to one odds. Eighty five hundred to one odds. Wow. By the time I looked within minutes, it was down to twenty eight hundred to one. That's what it was down to for that. So it was crazy. Um there's something that I need to discuss with you. There is a um it's kind of a crazy bet, Al. Um but give me a moment here. If so, if the Jaguars beat, if the Jaguars beat the Colts at noon on Sunday, yeah, there is a game that night. And this comes from Adam Beasley. Totally bonkers. If the Colts lose to the Jaguars Sunday, the Raiders. I'm I'm retweeting this from my account right now at Clark in Chicago. Uh, the Raiders and Chargers both get in with a tie. Literally, there would be no motivation for either team to do anything other than kneel it out 15 times. Wow. If they tie, they both get in at that point. So obviously, I went over and I made a bet over on FanDuel. I parlayed the Jacksonville Jaguars winning at plus 730 with a draw from the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. I put... $3 on this 
It's uh, 71280 just three bucks. It's the dumbest bet I've ever made. But just in case things get crazy, that thing pays out 2100 bucks. Dino saying that this has happened in the NBA before? Or, oh, oh, it's, yeah, it's happened. Yeah, 1982. West Germany versus Austria. What you paying attention? Was that, was that, what was that, football? Was that, or was that just two soccer teams that were like, yep, we're just going to dribble this thing around? Wow. I don't think they dribble in soccer, do they? Hmm? Do they dribble in soccer? I think you dribble. I think you're dribbling with your feet. Isn't that you called? That's called dribbling? Uh, man, I'm trying to remember my AYSO days. Oh, it was World Cup soccer. Wow, that, I should know that, first of all. Like, we should know that. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, it is dribble. All right. Yeah, I thought so. That threw you, huh? Well, I mean, Jason Ferrari is the big soccer expert. People I'm, must, I'm more of a, yeah. a football, yeah. Japanese professional wrestling connoisseur. <laughs> You know, soccer, only, only the most popular sport in the world I know nothing about. People, they kick the ball back and forth. I know that much. People must have been shocked. That's crazy. Wow. Man, hey, Yugoslavia gets screwed again. Those poor Yugoslavians. did. That's unreal. But I, I'm guessing that would cost the Colts their spot? Is what it seems like? That's where it'd be? That's insane. If that's the way the cookie falls, that would be nuts. Goodell would be pissed. What do you think that means, the way the cookie falls? I don't think it means anything. I think it's – and that's the that's way the cookie crumbles. The way the crumbles. cookie crumbles, I think, is the actual expression. But what, what, are they saying it doesn't matter because it's a crumbled cookie regardless? We're learning, we're learning about soccer rules here, Al. Stealing the ball from an opponent who is dribbling is called yeah, Now tackling. you got me on cookies. What kind? What kind of cookie should I get for Hazel? What we we did ice cream. Most... We did ice cream two days in a row last week. Shitty ice cream or good ice cream? Oh yeah, Wilson's right. Altimo Dragon was talking mad smack about you. Actually, it was custard, you... custard from Culver's because it was drive through. Oh, custard doesn't count. To take him to get tested, like we got him ice cream first, you know. This, they have to get the nose swabs. Yeah. Do they hate it? Well, Hazel's doing it every week at school, but now they're sick of it. Like, they're, uh, they're done, so it sucks. So I'm actually, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to wait till they're sleeping tonight and see what happens. A blind squirrel's right twice a day. But right about what? What are squirrels right about? Um, they're right about where they found their nut. Like, they, they dig their hole to find their nut. They found it. I'm willing to wager that if we could find a blind squirrel, its survival rate would be very low. Very low. Like, it would be happy to get the coronavirus. How long? So I'm not certain that a blind squirrel is right twice a day, unless he's talking about a clock. Because a broken clock is right twice a day. And that squirrel doesn't want any Omicron shit. It wants the full-fledged, like, give me the original. How long Justice can a blind squirrel live? Justice for Tulsa. We got to get our guy his, uh, his money. They should pay him, even though, even though it was a no-cash league. They should pay him for that, that horrible correction. Man. Um, I, I just Googled blind squirrel and, uh, I found a place in Louisville called the blind squirrel. But they don't uh, have a blind squirrel. Hmm? And if they do, they're probably feeding the blind squirrel. They're probably giving the food, you know, making sure the squirrel knows where it is. But I got to think a blind squirrel in in, in the wild is is a dead squirrel. Well, I just found a story and I thought it was (laughs) 
case of the eyeless squirrel provides insight into the natural world. I thought it was going to be very lovely. Everything was going to be great. And it starts out with, with no hope of long-term survival in the wild, the blind squirrel was humanely euthanized and submitted to the Ontario region of the Canadian Wildlife Health Cooperative for autopsy. Jesus. Wow. What are they doing an autopsy on a squirrel for? I think. Oh my God. This world is I, I, it's blown. I, I, is, I don't know how we got the blind squirrel with autopsies, but the fact that that exists just makes me crazy. Well, my mother's very lucky that she's a human and not a squirrel. Yes. Humans can survive. Blind Absolute. humans can survive. Absolutely. Justice for blind humans. If you want to join in and discuss blind Thank animals, you, Cruz. blind animals, 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834. That's the Joseph's find of me. Hotline. Um, I don't know how long we're going to roll with this. Uh, I, I might I might have to get upstairs and help because she's, she's feeling a little bit worse uh, than I was. She, the taste today, Al, she couldn't taste anything. Uh-oh. And she at first thought it was a congestion. Lauren, this well, is. But then she was able to taste hot sauce. That doesn't sound like the Omni. That sounds like the Delta. Well, that's the thing. That's the interesting thing there. Like I, yeah, I've been feeling very, Omni. very Omni. Do you remember the car, the Omni, that little box-looking thing? Like no. my, my mom, my aunt, my my uncles, they all had it because the Chrysler plant was there in Belvedere. Oh my God! It got worse. You go Slavia to get screwed, Al. Jeria got screwed. Ales are always getting screwed. Always, man. No justice for ales. Hot sauce okay. is a good check for Delta. Wait, so Dino, are you saying that hot sauce is a good check for Delta? So if you can if you can taste it, then you don't have the Delta. Is that is that the guess there? Like I'm all about you know, we're not doctors. None of us here are the lawyers and whatnot are around, but. No doctors, but I'm all about trying things. Like, like I've been trying some hippie stuff. Like, you know, I've, I've taken a combination of this supplement with uh, Benadryl because I read a thing that it can uh, it can kill the uh, it can kill the the corona. I don't give a shit. I told you, NYPD blue in Manhattan. You didn't listen. Would have gotten rid of it like that. When the hell are we gonna have our Christmas drinking show? Because it's it's gonna happen. Oh just, yeah, maybe next. This might be a cold. We'll have a cold winter night. I got some of that. Uh, I got some of that Puerto Rican eggnog. And, Shit, uh, we should go. Good, we should do it over at the Wiener Circle with our show. We can go out now. We got the, the power up. So, <coughs> That's a good idea. We'll do, do. We'll do the Christmas drinking. I did show do a bit of a hot toddy here. So, well, look. I went to the store yesterday to get a cider. I grabbed the Angry Orchard. I'm all excited, and then I find out it's peach mango that just tastes like ass. mango. Peach mango. It's brutal. I'll be damned. I, it can't be terrible. Uh, oh, it's it's horrible. New Year's Day, we kept the tradition. I was downstairs drinking mimosas and frozen pizza. That's our New Year's Day tradition. So, uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like White Claw fucked Bartles and James. Peach mango. There it is. Larger on Parkins and Spiegel. One day they had the coach, Coach Wani, on there. You know he's from Pittsburgh and he likes Steel City beer. Yeah, they slipped him a uh, a mango. Steel City beer, and he drank, and he goes, "This isn't the stuff they make in Pittsburgh," and it sure was. <laughs> he called. He tried to call. He has the president on on his phone. He tried to call him live on the show and got his voicemail. He was so pissed That's that they funny. would put a peach in his beer. He goes, "They don't work in the steel mills and then drink this shit." It was fantastic. No, he's I, I mean the man is right. He was wrong about football, but man, he's right about his beer. I got to clear. 
<laughs> they really need to get mangoes out of beverages. Okay. All beverages? You know, it was fun. It was fun in the early 90s when uh, when Arizona started releasing some mango oh, drinks. Arizona teas. You know, a mango here, a mango there. But now everything's got a mango. And mango is just like, I don't know, man. I'm over the mango. I'm behind the mango. I'm all for mango. And, I, you know, I wish him the best. But mangoes, man. Oh, dudes. Mangoes may be in the smoothies, you know? Maybe. I don't know. You know, a smoothie is a very personal choice. You can do whatever you want, your, your, your smoothies. Coach Ryan so wanted to know, about... how do you drink a frozen pizza? I think I misspoke. Drink a, drink a mimosa, eat a frozen pizza. I don't know, but I've seen Clark sleeping, sitting up, so. Yeah. It's possible he, he does have a way to drink frozen pizza. Any, With rum. That's a good idea. Anything worth trying is worth giving it a shot. Nah. I, I always say that. Anything worth trying is worth giving it a shot, pal. Uh, hang on. I want to I wanna go to DraftKings here because we've got to discuss your, your week, Al. So that, that Seattle stack. Yeah. All right. Russ Wilson goes for uh, – he's 6,200, puts up 27 points, almost 28 points. You stack him – with DK Metcalf. Metcalf goes off for 30.90 points at uh, 6,500. You stack him with the running back, Rashad Penny, 6,100. Uh, 6, he puts up 35 and a half points. So right there, man, you have three players uh, who've averaged at about 32 points apiece. You run that stack back with St. Brown of the Lions. He was 6K. He puts up 38.4 points. So now you have a stack that nobody owns. Nobody has that stack. You're one of the few people playing that. You're in the one percentile, and you already have, you know, uh, 30, 60, 90, 120 points, just like that, and uh, the rest is just fill in the blanks. I put up 205 points with that team, I mean, 25th out of, uh, I think, 25,000 people. Okay. And uh, my only bust, I played Ron Jones. No. Oh. By the way, was chalk. He puts up three point seven points. If I would have gotten off the chalk, I would have been all right there. How in the hell is uh, that possible with Fournette out? I don't understand how that went so piss poor. And you have one of your receivers who won't go in the damn game and runs off during it, and you're still not getting Ronald Jones the ball. That's yeah, crazy. Because I mean, the coaching staff hates Ronald Jones. Everybody hates Ronald Jones. He fumbles once, and they're done. With. There, you know, there was competition. There was known risk going into that. Like it wasn't a layup. It, 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 it was. It was. Con- there was concern with him. And of all the chalky running backs, he was the one that was kind of like probably shouldn't play him. But the opportunity, the ceiling was real. So you couldn't completely avoid him. Uh, I had Brandon Cooks. You know, he came off COVID, and I saw a statistic where players coming off of the COVID have a 10% dip in production, but he's been so consistent, you can't not play him. So at 6K, he put up uh, 19 points. Uh, I had Tyler Higby as my uh, tight end. He puts up 12 points at 4K, and I played the Los Angeles Chargers as my defense. Uh, They put up 11 points. So, yeah, 205 points. Good team, good game. Um, I wish I was in a higher-stake tournament, but – because it was week 16, there, there wasn't even a Millie maker this week. Oh, no? 
That's right. I don't think so, unless it was full, which I, I don't think it was. Well, I think I the played 50 cent, My 50 cent game, which normally plays for five thousand or $15,000 and has like 250,000 entries, that, that game was reduced to like 100,000 players, and the top of prize I think was 500. Wow. So there was just like a really big reduction in prize payouts this week. So I was really uninspired. Um you know, once I put my teams in, I'm like, man, I, even if I have a great week, I'm not going to make any money. That's why I went to sleep. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I'm going to lose money because I'm putting in more money than the top prize, and the chance of winning the top prize is impossible. So it was a dumb week. This week I'm just going to play – I think I'm going to play two teams in the $150 three-entry max game, which I think has a top prize of like $100,000. Uh-huh. And it's only like 4,000 players. So uh, I'm, I'm just going to really put my head to playing uh, consistency, guys who keep consistently play. Do you think uh, you should yeah, work well, a little harder on, on your cash game at all? Or Well, that's not a cash game. It's a tournament game, Clark, and it's a small field tournament. And, uh, no, I, I think it's fine. Uh, I think I took second this week. You uh, I know you won again. Like, you think you're, you know, uh, you're yep. hot shit, but you also I... ran off everybody. You know, part of, part of the beauty of, of why I set up this league was it was supposed to be a league where guys share and, and they learn from each other. Mm-hmm. But every time I ask you how you do it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have time to do it. I don't have time to do it. It just happens. So because of that, you're saying you have no skill and you're just lucky. So I'm just not impressed anymore. So good for you, Clark. Let's let's give him a, a big round of applause. Clark won another week. Yay. I'll, I'll explain we're how. we're down to only five people playing. And now we're down to point five. Between you and I, what are you saying that I that I need to lower my standards of playing? Should I play down to my competition? No, I, I think you're supposed to like you know we're supposed to grow. Like I helped you grow as a player. I told you how you make yourself better, and you've gotten better, and now you've gotten good. But you won't share your information. You won't share your ideas. I I share with you what I know. I share with you what I know to the knowledge. Uh, of the game i've grown the man and the man has walked out on me you know so good for you clark congratulations my roi my my penis size model still massive compared to your uh, small victories but congratulations pal i'm glad i'm glad you got better where's the trophy i'm just oh, i have the trophy if you would just agree to remove the asterisk i would absolutely Talk a little bit more about it. But right now, what I'm willing to tell you is that I listen to a podcast on Fridays. I write down names that they mention. Then I go and I look around a a few places over there on the Fantasy Pros. And uh, I hear names like David Montgomery would be a good idea. Lance, you want to spend down? Go with Trey Lance. Oh, Singletary would be a good one this week. Elton St. Brown's probably the only one from the Lions you want to play. Jay Waddle, take a flyer on him. He didn't do so well. Antonio Brown was chalk, didn't produce, right? Jonathan Taylor, you're spending up on him. He didn't even produce for me. But somehow, I won the damn week, Al. I don't know how the hell. I That's it. That's all I do. I don't know. I don't know. I just win. I don't know. I listen to you. You say in these small tournaments like this, in cash games, play the chalk guys. And that's what I do. I listen to you. This is your model. So just keep playing your model, and you're bound to overcome. Maybe next year. Maybe next year I won't win eight out of eight out of seventeen games. You know? Well, you won't. 
It's statistically like it's not happening. But congratulations on your, you know, your big year. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, you know. I don't know. I'll I'll do what I can. Uh I had no idea that I won that game. I had stopped looking at it cuz I was I I didn't think there was a way I could beat you cuz we were both playing Lance. I and uh I was in third. Ross was in first. You were in second the last I saw. I went back to watching things, and then I got a text from Ross saying, how the hell did that happen? I don't know. I was in sixth until, like, halftime of the second games. See, Ross, I don't ask any advice from him. You know? I mean, the guy the guy doesn't win. But you, I try, you know, I, I say, hey, look, man, you're doing good. What, what, what's the catch? What's the deal? I just Where's told you what I do. I just got done. Learning? I just got done telling you what I well, do. What's the name of the po- what's the name of this podcast? It's uh, it's the Fantasy Footballers. They're Friday ones. Uh, the Fantasy Footballers. They're Friday one. DFS for the rest of us. Uh, the podcast goes. They're like Cash Attack, and then uh, and then they're no Stack Attack. Straight Cash, homie. They have all these little drops that they play. It's okay. it's right. yeah. You ever heard it? I I might. I don't think I have it on my list, but you know, it would have been nice to know that weeks ago. I assume that it uh, was. So I could have given that. I could have given them a try. I could have given them to see because the big thing with fantasy football is you have to limit your data streams. You have to limit what information you're gathering. And you got to weed out bad information because that's the death of everything. You don't want to be overexposed. You don't want to listen to that really hot chick on the, uh, uh, the football channel the, who does the fantasy shows, um, you know, cause sometimes I'll come home and that, that show will be on. And, you know, where, where they go through all the fantasy, good fantasy plays of the week. Uh-huh. You know, that show is bad. That's what the, the dumb people are watching. And yeah. uh, uh, I, I, I mute it. The girl, the, I don't I don't know the host's name, but she's gorgeous. I mute it. So, you know, I can still watch it, watch her in the background while I work on my Xbox. Well, I just don't think ESPN is putting up the best, the best of things. Oh, you know what? I just got called out. I'm going to blame that one, Dino, on the, uh, on the COVID brain here. I forgot to change that on the Twitch title. That's right. Hang on. Let me see if I can get that changed now. We'll do it. Yep. Um, Larcher. What? Uh, hang on. I'm trying to change this. Uh, that's that's what I do to figure it out. I, I don't think the people on ESPN, I've never found them to be very helpful or on the mainstream shows either. Well, so. they're talking. they're talking to a very – they're talking to a vast audience. They're giving you the McDonald's information of fantasy. And they're all knowledgeable for the most part, but they're not speaking the same language that you need to win actual money. They're, they're, te- they're giving you mass information. They're talking a lot of chalk is what they're doing. Yeah. So the information there just is, isn't what you need, and it also tends to put players on really chalky guys that everyone is talking about, like uh, – you know, like they'll suggest to Jay Patterson, who was uh, stepping in as running back this week um, over in the Washington Redskins with Gibson going out. They'll talk a guy like that up, who actually is a, is a bad play. He actually turned out to be a really good play this week. But, I mean, generally speaking, those plays don't turn out. He put up 20 uh, DraftKings points at 4.8. So so he, he was a decent play. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of that. It, it's getting people on things that just don't matter. Right. I'm with you. Hey, I think we got a Vikings fan in there. Zach Skull. Thanks for joining us. Skull. Like the Vikings. Absolutely. You got any clue who you think the Vikings will go with? I don't even know who the Bears are going with right now. 
Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. I, I have no idea what that team needs. I mean, they got such a, a, a good offense. They have so many pieces. You know, Thielen's aging out. Um, Thielen's aging out a little bit. So, but you have Justin Jefferson, who's, you know, dominant, uh, arguably the best wide receiver in football. Him and Jamar Chase are uh, in the conversation of, like, the best young wide receivers. You have uh, Delvin Cook, who uh, I'm not sure what his legal problems are going to be. I don't know if all that blows over and uh, it turns out, you know, he's in the right or maybe he's in the wrong. That could go either way. But regardless, Matson's a really good backup. Um, but, yeah, they're, I mean, their coach needs to go, you know. Well, I heard he, that uh, he's just so dead set on trying to get the run going. It's kind of the opposite of Nagy. Like, they were down against um, – they they couldn't get it moving against uh, the uh, against the Packers. They were getting their asses kicked, and they're still just trying to run it with with Cook. They were trying to uh, against the Bears. You saw it. Anytime they passed, they could get the pass off, but they they weren't moving the ball running. And that, sure, they won the game pretty big, but I just I don't even know. Don. Yeah, I mean, I think they they pass fine. Like I like their their offense. But Zimmer, Zimmer, I don't know, man. He's just not. Uh, he's gone a little crazy. I, I know that. He's he's got he's got a little grumpy, and uh, it just it, it's time. It sounds like Vikings fans are ready to see him go. And I think there's enough evidence there that it, it, it is time to make a change. Dino thinks and, a guy that we know his name, John D De, Filippo, De Filippo, De Filippo, uh, could be a good guy up there. Yeah, I don't know. It. So we're gonna see two coaching changes for sure in the NFC North. Does Zimmer still have the really young wife or the, the girlfriend? I like, know. I know the dude was like a player for a while. Oh, what? no. I, oh, I'm thinking. She was like, she was like an Instagram model or. I'm thinking of David Ross. I think he, 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 uh, oh, he's with one of the stars of the Chicago fire show these days, which still filming around here. I love when things are filming here in Chicago. So. Oh, there it is. His wife passed away, and uh, and he's got a he's got a young lady girlfriend there. Yeah, I mean she's like forty. I guess she's not she's not uh, uh, you know I don't want to misrepresent Yugoslavia. So I mean, she was probably uh, upset that uh, earlier they were mislabeled as losing out. You know when it turned out to be the uh, the Alger- the Algerians. Um, but yeah, a forty year old model from Duluth, Minnesota. Um, you know, good for him. He just and the guy just doesn't seem like he'd be a player, you know, but he is. Uh, yeah, so it's time just to maybe move on, make a change in Minnesota. Well, all right, Zach's got some thoughts on it too. Even on defense, we have so many p- pieces: Barr, Kendricks, Hunter, Griffin, Peterson, Harrison, Smith, all these other guys, Pro Bowl guys. Yet two seasons they can't make the playoffs. Mike fans feel we should be challenging the Packers for the title and a Super Bowl. I mean, hell, things look a hell of a lot more up right now for them than they do for the Bears. Like that sounds like a new coach puts them a little bit closer than what it does the the, the current Chicago Bears. Who knows? I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Man. Well, watched a little uh, Japanese wrestling last night, January fourth. Oh, of course, the big Thunder Dam- Thunderdome shows. They go. They go to uh, uh, the Tokyo Dome. And how they have many big show? How many years has it been since you were in Tokyo at the Tokyo Dome for the big Wrestle Kingdom show? It looks like it's been four years. 
So 2017, 2018. Yeah. That's awesome. According to Facebook memories, it says four years ago. Feels like it was a lot longer. Yeah, no shit. But, uh, yeah, I went to Wrestle Kingdom, I believe I was at 12. And they're at 16 right now. So 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, four years ago. Uh, it's now a two-night event. It used to be just a one-night event. What would you say? Now they're, they're, so. they're extending it for a third night with another promotion? Yeah, they're doing three nights this year, um, but they're they're doing like a joint promotion uh, deal where they're, where they're going up against like the other big Japanese company. Um, they're doing a kind of a joint show, I think, to kind of help each other out from COVID. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, last night the big show aired from um, the Tokyo Dome. It was night one of Wrestle Kingdom, and uh, really cool night. Um, they are very restricted. You know, when I went, I think there were 30,000 people there. Last night, there were about 13,000 because they've reduced seating. And um, you're not allowed to cheer. You're only allowed to clap. So wow. there's dead silence. There's an audience there, but it, it, it's very much like watching wrestling during the COVID shows when there were no audiences yeah. in the American TV shows. Right. Um, so th- that's a little, it's a little striking, you know, you, you do kind of feel like, oh man, I'm so used to an audience back now and there's an audience there, but they don't right. make a lot of noise. And I've noticed and, uh, Japanese wrestling. I think a lot of the hits, there's a lot of yelling, a lot of, ah, I hear a lot of, yeah, yeah, the mics seem well, to pick more, it up too. It's more <laughs> physical, uh, especially the Tokyo Dome shows. They go very physical. Like there's a lot of striking. There's a lot of like, oh my God, I think that guy might be dead. Right, so, right, right. But the big moment last night was there's this guy, Kitsura uh, Shibata, and he is known as the wrestler. And he's just a guy who wears black trunks and wrestles. Like he's just, he loves, he's Daniel Bryan 100%. They're like uh, the same guy. He's just a guy who goes to the ring. He strikes really hard. He'll do anything to win. He has this fighting spirit where he just wants to be the best. And he looks at wrestling as an art form and he wants to be the best artist in there. And he's also got a nice, um, you know, um, mixed martial art background. He's a tough dude. Well, in 2016, or I'm sorry, 2017, he was fighting for the world title at uh, Genesis, one of the pay-per-views against uh, Okada. And Okada's main move is he goes for this, this clothesline called the Rainmaker. And Okada's like the best wrestler in the world. This guy has the most heart. And as Okada was about to go for the, uh, the Rainmaker, Shibata headbutts him. You just hear this thud. And Okada collapses, and Shibata just stares there with this dead look in his eye, and blood just starts dripping from his forehead. He ends up wow. losing the match about 10 minutes later. They take him back to the back, and he had a, a subdural uh, hematoma, and they put him in a, a coma, and he disappeared for about a year. Like, wow. there was no word yeah. on him. You know, people were like, is he okay? You know, is he going to die? Is he ever going to walk again? There was reports, you know, half his body was paralyzed, and um, it was a really ugly situation. Now, this guy, his entire life is only identified as a wrestler. He is his career. He is a wrestler. His nickname, again, is the wrestler. So th- he's never going to wrestle again. Like, that's for sure. About two years later, 
they decided they, they're going to do a New Japan dojo in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So he ends up moving down to L.A., and he becomes the head trainer down there. And he's been training these guys working in America. Um, you know, they bring some Japanese guys down there, and he, he, uh, he trains them along with some Americans who are trying to get into New Japan. Because New Japan works through a, a dojo system. So in order to become a wrestler there, you start the dojo, you train, you work your way up. Once you graduate from the dojo, they send you somewhere else in the world. They'll send you to Mexico. They'll send you to the United States. They'll send you, uh, you know, to Canada. And you'll work in a different company's uh, promotion as, as, a, as an apprentice. And you learn a different style of wrestling from a different company. Then you take that knowledge and then you come back and you're reformatted into a wrestler within New Japan. And that's where your career really begins. And then you wrestle and you become the biggest star in wrestling. And then you slowly age out and you become a trainer and you work your way down the car. It's not like, you know, WWE where a guy becomes a star and then they retire and they go to Hollywood. No, you stay within the New Japan system. It's a lifelong job. So this guy trains, whatever. And then about six months ago, he says, you know what? I've been cleared. I'm coming back to wrestle. Mm -hmm. And um, everyone's like, holy crap. You know. Is it for real? So New Japan goes, okay, uh, we're going to have this match. We're going to have a mystery opponent. I was hoping Daniel Bryan, even though that made no sense, because he's got a world heavyweight title fight in like a week. Right. Um, But um, they come back, and then they announced about three weeks ago that it's going to be just a a, a classic uh, catch-can wrestling style match, so no striking. So it's going to be just a, you know, ground-and-pound type wrestling match, like a collegiate wrestling match. And uh, so Shibata gets to the ring. They bring out his uh, opponent. It's one of the students. It's Ren Narita, who was a young lion. Uh, th- those are the guys, who, what they call the wrestlers, before they go out on the excursion to another co- company. So he was a young lion last time I saw him. He comes out. He's got like a little goatee. But he embodies who this guy is. He embodies he's the same kind of dude as Shibata. And okay. he's a student of a Shibata. So it's teacher versus student and in and, and Shibata's big return match. Shibata gets to the ring. He, he grabs a microphone and he, he makes an announcement. He goes, this is going to be a real wrestling match. Absolutely. I'm not wrestling the catch can style. We're going real wrestling. You know, we're doing a pro wrestling match. And I guess, I guess he, he that was a shoot. I guess he wasn't supposed to, but he said to hell with it. If I'm in a match, oh. I'm in a match. What are they going to do? Right. They go and like, you expect this kind of like weak match where, you know, it's the guy's first time back, and it's just going to be nice to see him, you know, you know, get a nice applause. No, this guy goes hard. And basically, he murders Red Narita. He just, awesome. I think he broke the kid's nose. He just beats the hell out of him. You know, he helped the kid up at the end. But, my God, he whipped that kid's ass. And, uh, yeah, he's back. He says he's back full time. And I'm very excited. He's 42 years old. So, you know, there's not a lot of uh, mileage left in Shibata. But, okay. man, people are starting to talk about dream matches, um, you know, uh, with, with some of those AEW guys. You know, CM Punk versus Shibata, Daniel Bryan versus Shibata. There you go. Like, there's some exciting things out there. But, yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful moment to see this guy come back to the, the sport he loves and be able to compete at a high level. And I think it was probably a four-star match when you were expecting probably, like, a, just a two-star emotional match. Yeah. Show kicked off with Yo. Yo versus show. They used to be, when I went to the Tokyo Dome a couple years ago, four years ago, they were tag teams. They were a tag team. 
So we, this is we like saw them here. We saw them here somewhere. Was that? We did. Yeah, they, they came to a, like a Ring of Honor show. What's the place there in uh, Villa Park? The Odium. The the Odium in Villa Park. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. That place is great, great wrestling and great haunted houses. So. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, they they have they have their little uh, they have their match. It was good, a lot of cheating, and uh, Yo defeated Show with uh, Dick Togo uh, interfering because Yo is now a member of the Bullet Club and Dick Togo is one of the man- managers there. So Togo beat Show. Okay. So you had the Bullet Club take on uh, Tanahashi and the Mega Coaches uh, Taguchi and Romero. Uh, that was just kind of a fun match, you know, get people uh, excited. Will Ospreay and the United Empire, that's a stable. Will Ospreay, of course, the local warrior champion. He came out with the warrior belt. Uh, Did he? Yeah, he came out oh. with all the titles he had, and one of them was the warrior title. That's Him, awesome. the great Ocon, and Jeff Cobb defeated Los Ingla Bonanablos, and uh, they won by pinfall. Tonight, Will Ospreay will be going up against uh, – Kazuchika Okada for the world heavyweight title. That's the main event of tonight's show. Yep. So Osprey, the local champion here, is going for the New Japan world title tonight, uh, night two of Wrestle Kingdom. That's gonna be very, very. Did he good hold match. the? Did he hold their big title? Didn't he? He did. He did, and then he had to give it up because of an injury. Okay. So he's claiming he's you know he's claiming he's the real champion, and Okada last night called him in English fake champion. He got the mic. He's like. You think champion. So, um, you know, Osprey versus Okada tonight's going to be a, a killer. Um, evil, who everybody hates. Evil got uh, evil beat Ishii. Everybody loves this guy Ishii. Everyone hates evil because I mean he's evil. So evil, with the help of Dick to go, uh, did defeat uh, Tamahiro Ishii by uh, pinfall for the never open weight championship in twelve minutes. I was sad. Everybody, of course, wanted uh, Ishii to win. Uh, Chaos defeated uh, the Dangerous Techers, uh, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr., uh, to win the tag team titles. Chaos is uh, Goto and Yoshihashi. I hate Yoshihashi. I cannot stand Yoshihashi. No. He comes to the ring with a shower curtain. What? Anybody uh, who comes to the ring with a shower curtain, don't trust them now. No, no. Uh, In the semi-main event... Uh, for the lightweight title, uh, El Desperato defeated uh, Hiromu uh, Takahashi. I'm a big uh, Takahashi fan. He's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. You know, he's just this crazy young dude. He broke his neck a couple years ago. You know, he, he was out for about a year and a half, two years with his neck healing. He came back. He's been the lightweight champion. El Desperato is one of the coolest looking wrestlers you'll ever see. He's a masked guy. You know, he claims to be a, a, a Spanish luchador, but in reality, I believe he's a Japanese man. Okay. And uh, so El Desperado beats uh, – El Desperado really, you know, he's a guy you don't think of in the lightweight division. And uh, he proved himself in that match, and uh, it was pretty damn good. And then, and then in the main event, the champion, Shingo Takagi, lost his title in 35 minutes and 44 seconds from a rainmaker from Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika Okada back on top of the mountain, back as the king of the uh, the king of sports, and uh, Okada tonight versus Will Osprey. Will Okada be able to maintain? Uh, Osprey came out after the match and basically said, "Hey, look, you had you just went through a 35 minute war to win the title. 
I basically had the night off. So I'm going to sleep good tonight. And, uh, you know, Okayo's standing there, his eye busted open. You know, uh, he's probably going to have a black eye tonight. And uh, he's going to have to fight through the pain uh, of a brutal contest and do it two nights in a row if he wants to maintain his IWGP World Heavyweight title. So uh, very excited. Kenta, the evil Kenta, is uh, the United States champion. Hiroshi Tanahashi wants that title. Hiroshi Tanahashi is basically the John Cena of Japan. Yep. You know, he, he was the guy who carried the company the same time where Cena did in America. Both of them kind of left to do movies. Uh, but Hiroshi Tanahashi, he comes back tonight to fight Kenta, you know, at 45 years old, to, as, as the former ace of the company, to, to uh, uh, take the United States title. So that's what I'm hoping to see. Uh, Tetsuya Naito, who was in the main event against Osprey when I went uh, to the Tokyo Dome, he's fighting Jeff Cobb tonight. Those are two. Jeff Cobb is a big old boy, yep. big Hawaiian, um, you know, 39 years old from Hawaii, big muscle dude, power lifter, um, and an Olympic wrestler uh, versus uh, Dido, who's just one of the coolest wrestlers you'll ever see. So exciting stuff. Those are the three main matches. What tonight. time? What time does and, it go live? Uh, starts at 1:30. But uh, that's kind of like the pre pre show stuff. Yeah. The real the real stuff should start about three four in the morning. That's when you're getting into the good the good matches. Okay. Um, yeah, awesome. I'm excited, man. That's great. I might try to catch some of it in the morning if I get some. You know, we're all here right now. I don't know if I'll maybe have it on the TV when the kids wake up. That way they can't they can't uh, commandeer anything or or whatnot. I'd like to watch that main event for sure. I always enjoy watching it. Wrestle Kingdom's about the most of my New Japan watching, as you know. Yeah. But, man. Well, I, there, there are two biggest shows of the year, are Wrestle Kingdom and uh, Sakura Genesis. I like Genesis a little better. And then, of course, awesome. the G1. That's great. Hey, we got somebody on hold over here on the, on the, on the Joseph's Finest Meats hotlines, a Chicago number. Do you, do you want to take a call? I know I've got to get up. Yeah. I've got to get upstairs here shortly. So we'll wrap it up here shortly after this call, if you don't mind. All right, let's go. It's, you know, a heck of a time. Let's go to the caller in the 312. Gentlemen, how you doing? it's Elijah from Tomball, Texas. How how y'all doing? Elijah. It's 12, brother. Doing great. That's it's great. always good to hear from you, sir. How's Texas treating you? Oh, man, it was uh, 83 on Christmas and uh, 82 on New Year's Eve. So not so but not too bad. That'll do. That isn't bad at all. Not too. Uh, what no, brings you? What brings you here to our Chicago show tonight? I've got a, I've got a guess of something you may want to discuss. Yes, sir. It's the uh, the Bears. Oh. Uh, I read a very interesting article oh. on Yahoo about the uh, some of the coaching prospects, and I'd like to hear your opinions on some of these names that I've read. Uh, I don't know too much about it, but again, I'd uh, love to hear what you guys think. Let's roll. Jim Harbaugh. I'm a no. Michigan fan. Pass. He had some like, success you know with the 49ers. He's, through a lot of my childhood, he was the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Um, I don't know. I, I could be talked into it. Next. Supposedly interested, supposedly interested in the Raiders position. Um, 
Mm. But yeah, wow. uh, not so sure. Now, now some of these, I, I just I don't know the names, but uh, I recognize it. So you have um, the Tampa Bay offensive coordinator. Is that Leftwich? No. Yes, Leftwich. Yes. Sounds like he's been biting to get his shot. I'm going to say, okay, so Hardball, I want to hear all the names before I make a final decision on Hardball. So I'm putting him to the side. I wouldn't be devastated if we went with Jim Hardball. I, I would be curious. Um, as far as Brian Leftwich, I absolutely not for me. That's a hard no. Um, I just think he's not ready yet, man. I just don't want to take a chance on a guy that young. Um, I don't know. You know, he, he's surrounded by great coaches. I think he's going to be a great coach. But he's coaching Tom Brady, you know. Uh-huh. So exactly. Let, let's kind of like cool our jets on that one. All yep. right. Okay. Uh, defensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Did you guys? And then that that begs the question: Would you guys even want a defensive person, or would you want to stay with an offensive mind person? Todd Bowles. Offensive minded. Going to get his chance again. You know, Al Hub says that you don't have to go offensive minded. Belichick, what's he known as? Defensive-minded coach. Being an exceptional head coach. There you go. There's very few true head coaches, and he's a head coach. Well, then who to say Uh, that Todd Bowles Bowles didn't learn from his mistakes with the Jets? He's a 58-year-old man. Maybe maybe now he could do it. He didn't learn from his mistakes as a Jets. He's not the guy. Pass. What's next? Um, uh, Patriots uh, offensive coordinator. Nope. Is he gonna everybody is he gonna leave or is he gonna hang out until Belichick retires? That's my thought there. I, I think, think if he has an opportunity, why wouldn't he leave? Guys and guys the Patriots are and the Patriots are seriously considering him, that's good enough for me to consider him a good candidate. Yeah. Uh, next. Okay. Uh the Ravens offensive coordinator. This one was interesting. For me. Hmm. Well, Greg Roman. Another, another, I don't know. I'd have to really look at it. I feel like the Ravens really took a step back offensively this year. Uh, Lamar Jackson hasn't been the same guy. Um, He's fighting a lot of injuries. and, And, you know, he's a unique player. And he's one of those guys, you know, there, there are certain players that are like basketball players that, you know, when you have a great basketball player, he can control an offense, he can take over a game, and it's all about that guy. And I feel like the Baltimore Ravens have that with Lamar Jackson. He's a guy who takes over games and, and can single-handedly win or lose games. So how much of it is, uh, uh, you know, just Lamar Jackson – versus how much of it is a good offensive mind. I'd be a little cloudy on that, so I'm, I'm just going to pass. Uh, it's just there, There's not enough clarity to the ceiling, and I think I know what the basement is, so I'm, I'm going to pass. Yep. Ohio, uh, I, uh, oh, oh, go ahead, Clark. I'm sorry. No, I, I ask for the same reasons. I don't know if it's the Lamar show that's going on. Or I do know that uh, the offense has been in a pretty big rut for the Ravens for the last month. You gotta, of course, he's been out a bit, but – yeah, I don't know. I'll pass. You got to pass on Roman unless you have a uh, erectile dysfunction. Hey, according to uh, Dino, no Dino. Uh, head coach of oh, the 
Ohio State. That's the one that's getting a lot of talk, right? You know, that was back Trace Armstrong's his agent, former Bear Trace Armstrong. There was that report out there that Armstrong had been talking with the Bears about a position in management, meaning that they would probably bring in Coach Day from the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, he used to coach Justin Fields, right? Okay. Are you gonna Are you gonna go to a college coach? Is that what we're gonna How? do? How often does that work? Yeah, man, it's. I don't know. It makes me nervous. It, it really does. Anytime they start talking college coaches and bringing somebody from the outside in, it it, it seldom works because college is just such a different animal than the NFL. You know, college coaches have so much control and uh, so much power uh, over with, with recruiting through just, you know, running the organization where you know you're not going to get that in Chicago. Um, the fact that, you know, he, he coached Justin Fields is, uh, I mean, that, that's cool. But I don't, again, I don't think that, that that makes a huge difference when you get right down to it. Who's the new hot candidate from the CFL? Yeah. Let's find our, let's find the new one time offensive coordinator of the Ravens. If you recall. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I think those are all the names that I remembered again. I'm kind of with you guys where nothing really impressed me. I thought the Lamar Jackson uh, comparison to Justin Fields was interesting I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing a uh, the, the pendulum of the NFL's kind of swing back to uh, scrambling quarterbacks again, which would be you know kind of the Lamar Jackson. Uh, but uh, okay, so so hearing all those candidates, would you keep Nagy on for another year? No, I would take Hardball over any of them, um, <clears throat> and definitely I would try. I would take any of them over Nagy. I mean, that, which is a pretty strong statement. I would take any of them. Uh, they're all greater than Nagy. Hardball greater than them would be would be my uh, uh, my equation there. But I'm still I'm still in the Dable camp. I still I still want Brian Dable from the Buffalo Bills. All right, you're still on it. Dable, as I've said, he looks now, like a bigger coach. I'm in. Now, just give me a uh, y- yes or no if these people will be – if these two coaches will be in the uh, pool of candidates, will they be fired? I've, I've heard Pete Carroll from the Seahawks getting fired. Ooh. Larcher says no, it Not sounds like. like. No. Okay. And then uh, – I don't want the, to the New Orleans. Above average. Sean Payton. <laughs> Sean Payton. What do you think? Naperville boy. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm. I think I'm okay with Sean Payton. Do you, now, like do you think the they will actually be released? I like the concept of Tobe, Dave but much Tobe. like you know, much like uh, some religions or some uh, politics, I think he's better in concept than he is as as he would be in the actual head coach. I don't know though. I mean, it would be a hell of an experiment, and it feels like an experiment the Bears would make, and it would just end terribly. I'd be down with. Yeah, Sean I don't Payton. think. But that probably means Ryan yeah, Pace. I would be. Right. I think they'll keep Ryan Pace. Uh, I, I even heard I even heard of a promotion, kind of like what the Cubs did, um, move him to management of football, yeah. and then he hires a GM. Yep. Which I think I, I think they're stupid enough to do. 
I've heard that too. Um, Hub Arsh, Ar, Ar, Hub Arpich, Hub reported today that Hub Arpich. that he's got sources in there saying that Pace is likely to stick around. Yeah, so, and my let's, sources. Let's see too. if he gets moved to that. To that, if you can get another football guy in there uh, to be there with him, uh, please do. I mean, anything right now. Boom. Yeah, my sources okay. are back up what Hub is saying uh, that, that it looks like Pace is staying. And it's not the guy who changes the Pepsi machine. Not Tommy. Okay. Very, very good. Clark, I know you're not feeling well and you want to get back to your family, so I won't take too much more of your time. Thanks for your input, guys. Uh, and, and have a have a good one. And, you know, I'll, I'll get a hold of you next week if I can. Please join us next week, brother. It's always great, call, great, man. great to hear from you. Thanks for the great call. Have a good night, man. Say hi to Texas. All right, guys. Adios. Family's well. Yep. Well, brother, was there anything else that we needed to get out before we uh, we call this one a night? Um, let's see. What did I? I feel like I watched something recently. I got uh, I got caught up on uh, the nine episodes of uh, of Dexter New Blood while I was here in my basement. Whoa. I had watched the first episode a long time ago or a while back. Wasn't too interested in catching up. A friend of mine told me to pick it back up, and the season is actually pretty darn good. Um, oh, yeah, did you catch the Madden doc yet there, Al? I turned it on in the background, and uh, I didn't oh, watch it. Man. Uh, you know, I mean. Uh, it was so good. It was, I mean, it's the childhood right there, Al. Yeah. Boom. He changed it. You, the tele, Remember him circling Glenn anything? I just, the way he did the game, it's. It, Speaks of my childhood. And let me tell you, I remember that he was on CBS, but mostly for me, I remember him being Fox. I mean, 94 is when they got him, when they got the football deal over there at Fox. That's, they brought Madden in right away. I remember him in Summerall as the Fox team more than I do the CBS. I certainly don't remember him as the head coach, like the yeah. generation ahead of us. I mean, shit, he, I think he retired in 79, the year, the year that two great podcast hosts in Chicago, were born. Yes. I think what they need to do is fix the goddamn John Madden franchise on the EA games to honor this man and stop putting out, stop scamming me of money year in and year out. That's it. That's what he says. Fix it. Get it, get it right. Yeah. John, uh, John Madden was like one of the first broadcasters I remember. Um, especially with football. And uh, I, rem- I remember, like, one of my friend's dads hated him. I remember uh, other people liked him. Um, I, always, I always found him enjoyable. Uh, I, loved, I loved him and Pat Summerall. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 guy, the guy was like dust in the wind, uh, Summerall was. And, you know, he, he had the charisma of a, of a button. But John Madden had so much charisma it was like uh, just a great combination uh, uh, of uh, personality. And uh, I thought they really meshed well together. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's sad. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it, was, it was time. It was time, man. It was time for, uh, for him to go. I, I will check out the, the uh, documentary. Uh, I, I look forward to it. I'll probably shed a tear. Uh, you know, we, lo- we lost John Madden. We lost Betty White. Um, 
Just try to think. Like there's been a couple, uh, couple passings. I might rewatch quite a few um, Golden Girls here while we're going. Uh, w. Wilson had said uh, he watched all of the new Cobra Kai season, season four. So what I did was I started catching up on season three last night. I'm on like episode. I'm on episode four of season three, so I'll have a full two seasons to roll with there. As always, thanks for hanging out with us on a Tuesday night. Al, thank you for hanging out with me. It's been a pleasure, Clark. Thank you. I missed it. Good to be back. Um, I don't think I can see you for a few days. Well, you could probably come over. We should be back next Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. And soon after that, wherever you grab your podcast. Oh, J.D. passed away too, man. I've never seen a sportscaster so universally loved as him. Man. And what... What's been done for his son is absolutely remarkable. Got to, you got to give some credit to Schefter there. What's that? You know, I, I, it was a really, uh, it was the hardest like upvote I ever had to give on Reddit was the Packers, you know, donating money to uh, the JD Memorial Fund <laughs> yeah. uh, because you know it was the Packers and you wanted to make fun of them, but it was such a nice gesture. So, uh, you know. Yeah, just a, it's a horrible situation all around. Uh, but but that is a silver lining that you know the kid at least is set up. Yeah, uh, seemingly, seemingly for for getting into adulthood. So sounds like uh, like he financially he's probably going to be able to do uh, college scholarships for baseball too. Sounds like he's yeah. a really good athlete. But all right, brother, have a good night. I'll catch you later. Bye, buddy. Yep. <laughs>